Welcome to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors, Leaders Made Here. All right. Good morning or afternoon, everyone. I'm Sylvia Siebold, your president-elect, and I am here on our Leaders Made Here podcast to interview Jillian. Jillian, you want to tell us about yourself, who you are, and what you do for Women's Council? Sure. Thanks for having me, Sylvia. So I am Jillian Thomas. I am the Marketing and Communication Manager with Women's Council, and I have been here for 12 years. Yeah. And I handle eConnect, all of our social media pages, these podcasts, all the strategic partners, the leaders made here on social media, the leaders made here posts. And what am I forgetting? I'm forgetting stuff. But yeah, anything marketing wise or communication wise usually comes through me. Okay, so we have lots of questions on that. But let's let's take back, uh, let's go back to like when you started at Women's Council 12, 13-ish years ago. How much has the council changed in your eyes from that time frame? Oh gosh, it's changed so much. It's changed so much, but a lot of good changes. We've gone through the rebranding and the new website, and that has all been really good changes from staff perspective. We have a little bit of a smaller staff now. I'm trying to think what else. There's been some changes that or some things haven't really changed in the way we run our meetings, having our mid-year, the leadership conference and the national conference each year annually. I mean, that has been tradition forever. I've gone to DC now 11 times. Yeah, but mostly all the changes that we've seen have been great throughout the years. Okay. So how did your job kind of change and evolve during this whole COVID pandemic time? Because you you were probably one of the number one people that had to pivot what you were doing and, and change because everything became social media, Zooms, all of that kind of stuff. And you mentioned going to DC and now we've officially missed two trips to DC. So how did that change? Sure. So whereas I'm used to having tons of on-site content at meetings, um, I take lots of pictures while we're at meetings so that we can have content to post, you know, well after a meeting and everybody loves seeing those smiling faces. So I had to pivot pretty quickly um, along with Cindy and Olivia to come up with with different types of content for social media and being able to market all of the sudden all of these virtual events. And at the beginning of COVID, we were doing them just about every day um, on the weekdays. So that was really heavy with marketing it, making sure people knew what was going on, what was changing, how we were trying to adapt. So a lot of that communication fell on my shoulders to make sure that we were doing a good job of getting the message out to our leaders. And luckily we have the roadmap newsletter. So that helps tremendously to make sure that all of our leaders at least know what's going on. And then it can kind of trickle down from there. I think that's been a really great newsletter that we have that we've implemented and it worked out really great during COVID. I know we sent out a lot of them during COVID, but it was a great way to reach our leaders and just market things properly to them. Just thinking about you being only with Women's Council for 12 or 13 years, I think I figured that you had been there all along. 
at least as, as long as my journey, it seems like you've been there the whole time. But I, as an outsider, as a member, can witness the change that I've seen within you. I mean, we talk about Leaders Made Here is what we do at Women's Council, but we don't just do that to our leaders and our volunteers. I think our staff is absolutely stepped into the role of being leaders. And everything you just said about pivoting and changing during COVID is proof to that. But if you reflect back on when you first started, what's been the biggest change within you working with the council? Ooh, great question. Thinking quickly here, since I didn't get questions in advance. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I started women's council in my mid to late 20s. And I started as Olivia's assistant. So I was, and I had come from another association. So I knew the association world pretty well at that point. But I feel like with Women's Council, I started off as an assistant and I've had all these opportunities put in front of me where if I did my best work and I put my best work forward, it gave me, even in a small organization like Women's Council, small staff anyways, it really did give me opportunities for growth. And each time I've gone through growth with Women's Council, I have really felt my confidence step up a notch, which is great. Um, I remember at my first meeting, I was so intimidated by meeting the president and the president elect and feeling like, oh my gosh, this is like really, really unnerving. And now I'm, I'm feel like we're all friends. Like I'm, I'm friends with you and we're, it's not all just business and, and that nervous feeling that you feel when you're new at a job and you don't quite know the organization fully and you just want to do a good job all the time. I feel like my confidence has grown through the years where I don't necessarily have that feeling anymore. And I want to represent women's council the best that I can. And I think that that has shifted and changed over the years where I'm, I'm not just trying to do the job that's put in front of me. I'm trying to really be creative and think through what we do and how we represent ourselves and how I can best represent the organization. Because I take a lot of pride in working here and being a part of this organization that really supports and raises up women as leaders in the industry and in their communities. That's absolutely beautiful. And we would have thought that you had prepared that because that everything you said was beautiful and on the spot and definitely from the heart. But that is what Women's Council does. Um, leaders are made here. And it's not just within our leadership roles. It's it's in staff, as you said, and, and you have changed and grown and evolved and um, sometimes blow me away with some of your concepts that you come up with to put out on social media or whatever type of communications um, that we're doing. You mentioned Olivia, that you started working as her assistant. Is there anyone, whether it's staff or a member that has really inspired you along this journey? Oh gosh, the list is long, Sylvia. <laughs> Indeed, you don't have to, you don't have to say them all. Everyone knows that there's so many people that have made a difference in your life, but is there one overwhelming person you want to give a little shout out to? Oh, sure. Well, even though he's not here anymore, but Gary Chrysler he kind of took me as a little baby bird under his wing and really helped mold me and, and build up that confidence. I guess I should say for some people may not know, Gary was the previous EVP of Women's Council and he was who hired me essentially. And he retired, oh gosh, what, six years ago now, I think. Yeah. So I really, I feel like 
with Gary, that was like a lot of building years for me where he gave me good advice. I felt like he really encouraged opportunities for growth with me. And I, I appreciated that. And I, and I, he's just the first person who comes off the top of my head. The list really is long with Women's Council. I feel like there's been a lot of presidents and previous leaders who have been, they really try to build us up as staff. They really try to show their appreciation, which we then take in turn. And we, I feel like we really put our heart and souls into our jobs when we feel that gratitude and thanks and that extra little bit that bolsters up our confidence, just the gratitude that we feel for our job. There's been a, quite a lot of leaders like that that have come through Women's Council, which, which we really appreciate as staff. Do you have a favorite Women's Council story? I know I inter- have interviewed Cindy, which was also on staff, and she told a favorite story. Do you have a favorite one that just is, it's always going to be your favorite or when you think of Women's Council? Um. I don't know that I have a favorite story. There have been so many stories over the years. I will tell you probably, okay, so here's, here's something from the past. And it's not just one incident is that when I was hired on at women's council, I was put in the position of being Vanna White (laughs) on stage for the old awards that we used to do. And I remember being terrified the first time I did it. And I was like, I have to do what? And I have to be on stage for how many hours handing out awards? (laughs) And I did it. And it was, it ended up being fun because you're on stage with all the other leaders and everybody just is having a fun time and everybody's excited to get their awards. But I think I did that for about five or six years at the beginning of my tenure with Women's Council. So I do have some fond and funny memories from that being on stage for the the old, I don't, what were they even called those awards? The Chapter Excellence Awards. Yes, the Chapter Excellence Awards. That was it. (laughs) Absolutely. And I actually remember doing that. And I have to tell you, your experience is not unlike most brand new members experience. When they go to their first meeting, they want to be in the back and they want to be, you know, kind of blending in with the wall or whatever. And then before you know it, someone's like, no, you're on stage. And they're, they're just as fearful as you were. And look at you now, you have survived that. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good experience. It was a growth experience for sure. And now I can look back and chuckle on it. (laughs) So as it comes to your career with Women's Council, how could members or leaders help you? Like if they have a amazing idea or they think it's an amazing idea or they see something that they want to share with you, how, how is the best way for them to share something like that with you? Yeah, I love that question. And I love when members reach out to me with a concept because then we can kind of mold it and shape it into what's best for the members. And if we have an idea that we're trying to convey for leaders to kind of grab a hold of, or if we have last year, we, you know, we had to switch, we had to pivot into this virtual world. We had to kind of switch the way we were doing things. And I came up with these social media images and I can't remember whose idea it was that brought brought it forward, but we had these recruitment images that we whipped up and threw on social media and shared out to all the leaders. And when a member has an idea like that, it gives us 
kind of the pulse of what's going on and what other networks might need. So I just love when members kind of bring their ideas forward, because if they have an idea, probably somebody else has that same need as well. And they might not even know that they have that need yet. But if we can create eConnect articles or social media content, or uh, even these podcasts, that was a member idea. That wasn't my idea. But we're able to kind of take those ideas and run with it and, and mold it the way we need it to be so that it's the best fit for members and leaders of the organization. We're not trying to copy what other organizations are doing. We really want it to be best for women's council members and leaders. So anytime somebody has an idea, that's always fantastic. And if they have an idea, how do they get it to you? You want to give your email address or... Yes, yes. My email address, jthomas, T-H-O-M-A-S, at wcr.org. Any ideas that they have for eConnect, for podcasts, for social media, or, you know, even if they just have an idea that they want to convey through the Roadmap for Leadership newsletter or anything like that, a website idea, they should always email me those. Yeah. And we also have a a team of experts that have paired up with you, our social media influencers. And so if someone was interested in possibly being one of our social media influencers, they could reach out to you too, correct? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We would love that. Yeah. And our social media influencers have really taken off this year. They've done a great job embracing that position and just kind of helping spread the word on social media and getting news out there, deadlines. They're very active when we have meetings going on of sharing what's going on during the meetings. So that's been really helpful to have this year too. We would love to have more. Absolutely. Well, you know, we could talk all day, but we don't have all day. Is there anything you want to leave us with before we end? Anything you want to say to the members, the leaders, the future members out there that could be listening to you right now? So I would just say that Women's Council is a great organization to be a part of. And if you're looking for a place to feel connected, especially as the world reopens, everybody is just ready to be around people again. And that's such an incredible feeling. We're so excited to see our members again. Just that Women's Council is a great place to grow and develop, to gain those leadership skills, to make connections around the country. and you really have a staff here that's ready and willing to support you, support your ideas, support the growth that we see with other members across the country, and that we're excited to have new members. We have, I think, more new members have joined in 2021 than we had for the whole year in 2020 already. So that's really exciting. So I would just encourage members that are already here and new members that are coming in, you have a staff that's here and ready to support you and an entire network across the country that's here and ready to support you in your growth journey. That's perfect. Thank you so much for your time today, Jillian. Thanks, Sylvia, for having me. Thank you for listening to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors, Leaders Made Here. 